This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The numbers are now in when it comes to voter participation in last Tuesday's primary election. According to the Alabama Secretary of State's office, there was a 23% turnout of potential voters at the polls. That means that of the 3.6 million registered voters in the state, 850,000 cast a ballot in the primary races. Secretary of State John Merrill had predicted between 28 to 32% turnout for this election cycle. Alabama has a population of 5 million people with 3.6 million as registered voters. One of the hotly contested statewide races in Alabama is not over yet. The open Senate seat for the state does have a Democrat candidate now chosen to run in November. That candidate is William Boyd. He won the Democrat Party primary on Tuesday. However, it's yet to be decided what Republican candidate will be running for the seat in November. Katie Britt and Mo Brooks will face off again in just a month since neither of the two received over 50 percent of the votes this past Tuesday. Mike Durant was also running in this primary race and received only 24%, which is lower than Brooks's 29%. This puts him out of the runoff. Brooks is seeking to gain the Durant votes in this upcoming runoff, telling the crowds on primary night that Durant was viciously attacked by the Brit campaign at the behest of Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Brooks says that he will not cast a vote for McConnell as a Senate leader should Republicans regain control in November. Britt walked away with 45% of the primary vote and says this is confirmation that Alabamians want new blood in the Senate seat. Britt was chief of staff for Senator Richard Shelby in Washington, D.C. for several years and has received significant amounts of campaign financing from Shelby in order to run in this race. And on the topic of Alabama senators, Tommy Tuberville is speaking out about the school shooting that occurred in Texas at an elementary school this past Tuesday. The death toll in that shooting is now at 21, two teachers and 19 children. The male teenage shooter was also killed in the event. Tuberville says that mental health needs to be addressed in the nation and referred to a 2018 report on school safety that provided examples of how to prevent such a scenario happening Tuberville says if something does happen, it's also good to have a secondary plan on how best to react. Tuberville says that teachers and administrators must create a plan now before things occur. He also concluded that this is a different era that we live in, and it's more about good versus evil in this country. Tuberville called the whole tragedy a parent's worst nightmare and fear. A 37-year-old Mobile woman is sent to prison for 15 years after another woman died from a fentanyl overdose. Jessica DeFlorin Tubb was charged with 41 other people for being part of a drug trafficking ring in Mobile County. Tubb is accused of distributing heroin, fentanyl, meth, Xanax, oxycodone, and other drugs in that area. That drug distribution by Tubb resulted in the death of Kelsey Johnston back in 2018. This past March, a jury trial determined that Tubb was the right-hand man for the drug kingpin William Owens. Owens is charged for preparing fentanyl that was then injected into Kelsey Johnston by Tubb, causing Johnston's almost immediate death. An eyewitness to the drug injection tried to help Johnston and then testified before the court that neither Tubb or Owen sought medical assistance but left the woman in the hotel room to be found dead the next day by housekeeping. A flag from the nation's capital is headed towards Birmingham to be part of the World Games opening ceremony. 
Military veterans are conducting a 44-day flag relay run from Washington, D.C. to the Magic City, where Old Glory will then be flown. The flag will travel through 15 states and be carried over 3,100 miles before it stops here in Alabama on July 7th. The last city before it reaches Birmingham will be Tuscaloosa on July 6th. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, there has been a development over at the World Health Assembly, which is being held in Europe, when it comes to some controversial amendments that have been offered by the Biden administration Those amendments are controversial in how much power it gives the WHO in the middle of a pandemic. Twelve of the 13 amendments have apparently been tabled, at least for a while, since those amendments have caused concern and backlash from various countries when it comes to national sovereignty in dealing with a pandemic, rather than submitting to the demands of the WHO, which could include a total lockdown and even forced vaccination. An independent researcher, James Roguski, has been following the live stream events at the assembly and has been reporting back to Real America's Voice. Roguski says these amendments may be delayed in being voted on, but that in no way means the fight is over for those who object to the overarching nature of the proposals. Okay, uh, very slippery language. They had their morning session and I stayed up all night to watch it because it's nine hours ahead. And they announced that there, it, it appears that they are given up on 12 of the 13 because they could not reach consensus. They're still holding on to one which changes the time period in which all of these things get enacted from 18 months down to six months, which is absolutely not acceptable. But what they've done, Steve, is they're setting up yet another bureaucracy. They're going to have a working group for the international health regulations. They're going to be taking submissions from countries around the world Um, or their ideas of how these things should be amended, that's going to go into September. And then apparently it looks like they're going to be having another meeting in November. So they never give up, right? We beat them back on 12 of the 13. They're trying to get one, um, but they're coming back with another um, working group for just keep trying to do this again in the future. We've got to stay vigilant. Roguski and other doctors like Peter Breggins and Robert Malone have suggested a return to the Trump administration policy, which removed the U.S. from being part of the WHO at all and has rejected the designs of the WHO for global control over people's health. You may or may not be pleased with how this recent Tuesday primary election turned out in Alabama, but one thing you can be thankful for is that it's over and it's unlike the state of Pennsylvania. They had a primary election over a week ago and they're still counting the ballots. In the hotly contested Senate primary race that occurred in that state, Dr. Mehmet Oz currently leads over Dave McCormick by less than 1,000 votes. The ballots are still being counted. Now, McCormick wants any and all undated ballots to be thrown into the mix to the vote total. McCormick has even filed a lawsuit this week in regards to the ballot issue. The state will already have an automatic recount that has been triggered due to the narrow margin between the two candidates. Consider that back in 2020, Donald Trump had a 300,000 vote lead over Joe Biden when the polls closed on Tuesday night. In the weeks ahead, that lead was demolished by the counting of mail-in ballots and ultimately gave the win to Joe Biden. This, of course, caused a whole lot of controversy over election fraud in that state with not a whole lot of changes made in the election process in those counties. So the outcome of this whole race is truly unpredictable and could go anywhere. 
And when it comes to all the different state primary elections that have been underway for the past two months, former President Donald Trump is touting a very impressive record when it comes to his candidate endorsements. Trump tweeted out today that his record on candidate victories in primary races now stands at 100 to 6. Half of those six losses for Trump were in the state of Georgia, where Brian Kemp, Brad Raffensperger, and Chris Carr won their Republican primary races for governor, secretary of state, and attorney general. Trump has accused all three of these men of being complicit in allowing election fraud in that state to go unabated and unaddressed ever since 2020. On the other hand, football legend Herschel Walker did win his Senate primary race in Georgia and was fully endorsed by Trump. In other states like Arkansas and Texas, Trump's endorsements were victorious. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the former White House press secretary for Donald Trump, is running to be governor in Arkansas. Sanders shared an interesting story during her victory speech following Tuesday's voting. Like I said, this campaign over the last year and a half has been full of firsts. In fact, not too long ago, at one of our very first events that I had, I experienced something that was pretty new. And I've been to a lot of events in my life. So to have something this different take place kind of threw me for a loop. I'd gotten into town for the event a little early. One of my good friends had just had a baby. I wanted to go see the baby before the event started, so I stopped by her house. And I take that newborn four-week-old baby and I'm holding it, cuddling it, thinking about how wonderful it is that if it cries, I can give it back. (laughs) And as I'm enjoying this incredible moment, I have just this warm rush that comes over me. And I know most of you are thinking that's emotion, but the baby had actually peed all over my dress. And I had only come into town for a couple of hours, so I didn't bring a backup plan. (laughs) I did what any mom would do. I gave the baby back. I had no change of clothes, so I walked outside in the sunshine. I pulled my dress away from my body a little bit and let it dry. And then I went straight into that event where I shook hands. I hugged a lot of people. (laughs) And I'm not going to tell you what town I was in, because a lot of you that are here tonight were at that event. So it was a first, but it was incredible to think about as I was looking back over the last year and a half and realizing that one of the next firsts will be when that baby takes steps. And when he does, I will be getting sworn in as the very first female governor of the state of Arkansas. And that's a first I'm really excited about. Donald Trump was very vocal in supporting Sarah Sanders in her primary race. When it comes to Joe Biden's endorsements, he has made two so far in the Democrat primaries. Chantel Brown of Ohio won her party primary in May. But Kurt Schrader, who Biden also endorsed, is still in a recount of ballots in Oregon and appears to be headed for defeat at this point. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you're enjoying the daily detail, remember you can get those reports directly to your phone or electronic device simply by subscribing on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 